The Morning Struggle podcast is brought to you by Blue Clover Therapy, a mental health counseling practice in Salt Lake City, Utah. Visit www.blueclovertherapy.com for more information. Blue Clover Therapy, because your mental health deserves a specialist. Welcome to the Morning Struggle Podcast, where we take habits of successful people and break them down one at a time into history, science, and action plan so you can implement them into your life and build a better you. Stay tuned. Oh, we're, we're ready. Oh, I was waiting on you. I'm just drinking some coffee. You're just kind of dawdling. Yeah, you got some juicy gossip for us? Some juicy rumors? Whoa, no. What are the ladies saying at the water cooler? Um. Oh, we do have a water cooler. Yeah, we do have a water cooler. Uh, we don't talk at the water cooler. There's no water cooler talk? Mm-mm. Um, no. Yeah, I'm pretty... I was... There's no There's no gossip at the splash pad. At the splash pad, there's mm-hmm. no no one... There's. Oh, absolutely, there's, there is gossip. You're just not privy to it. What? Yeah, absolutely. You're just no. not part of it. Yeah. I am... The queen of the gossip, so I'm going to be involved in the gossip. No. That's how it works. In Are my you the world. queen because no one comes and talks to you and everybody keeps their distance because you're, you're reading your books or whatever? I'm, yeah, okay, maybe. <laughs> I don't really belong in that setting. I'm all tattooed up and I'm reading a book. It's I'm an not. enigma. Ooh. Yeah. That makes it better. Like, that guy looks dangerous, but he's reading a book from Oprah's bestseller list. So he's like a complete person. Yeah, or book club list. <laughs> um, good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Good. Uh, welcome to the Morning Circle Podcast. Welcome, guys. I'm Ty. You're Jesse. Yep. I was going to have you say your name. I know, but I thought you were going to be like AK Husband Handsome Face. I was like, waiting my turn. Oh, okay. a good person. And yeah. then, yeah, I'm Jesse the therapist, guys. And um, yeah, we're, we're bringing you habits of successful people. Mm-hmm. So today we're going to talk about a habit maybe you don't want to have or you need to utilize. Well, that I am going to tell you why or how to use it. Okay. Because we're talking about gossip We're talking about today, gossip, yeah. Which everybody loves. Yes. So it's yeah. just one of those things. We, we don't likes gossip. We don't want to think that we like gossip, but everybody likes gossip. They actually think that's like one of the things that makes us human. Because like chimps and, and eight family, they don't really gossip. They were kind of this kind of controversial. Okay. But like gossip's just idle conversation. And they were yeah. so so like what we did around the fire essentially. Be just like BS about stuff. Did you see Carl throw that spear terribly today? Oh my gosh. Be like, What's oh going my on, gosh. Carl. So like we're the only ones to do it. Makes us human. So gossip makes you human. So next time someone says, Don't you gossip, you say, I'm human. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, that's well, it. Oh yeah. Done. Okay. And that's the episode. You're and that's human. it. We're good. And we're done. <laughs> All right. Well let's get let's get right into it then. The so we get right into the history of gossip. Yeah. And let's we're talking do. about the science of what gossip does to your brain, I'm guessing. Yes, that's what we're gonna talk about. And then what's the action plan? I have no idea what we're gonna do for action oh, plan. What? You just wait. Okay, here we go. This day in history. All right. Let's talk about let's talk about this from a history standpoint. Right. Are you ready? I am so ready. Gossip Girl premiered September 2017. So I'm just going to go through the, the whole thing of Gossip Girl because it's an amazing show. It's an excellent show. I know. I, I kind of felt Did you like realize I was going to do that joke? No, I had oh, no idea. I was waiting for that joke. I'm like, oh, it's going to land. Come on. It's got to land. Um, no, we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about nine um, 
events in history right. from this book. It's called A Colorful History of Popular Delusions. Oh. And so like we're going to do like nine little excerpts. This is from a website called Mental Floss. So who, it's probably pretty true. It's a, it's a real book. I want to read the book. Yeah, but it's, it's going to talk about like uh, nine instances of gossip or rumors that led to real life consequences. Oh, okay. So this is when gossip goes bad. Oh, man. Sound good? Yes. So King Louis the Fifteenth. There was a rumor and gossip out there that he was kidnapping children. Okay. So the whole, like his whole like nation, whatever kingdom, yeah. was terrified that he was stealing children. Okay. And um, so, but he did enact like a, a series of ordinances designed to clear the streets of undesirables. Those, you know, oh. those newsies kind of kids. And so he, they <laughs> were, so, and policemen were paid on per arrest. So oh, they were just arresting wow. kids left and right and then detaining them. So, so eventually, them. Yeah. eventually they all got back to their families. Right. And so he wasn't like eating their bones in the castle. But <laughs> but it was a super, super bad like hysteria then. Wow. Um, number two, London was going to be destroyed by an earthquake. So in oh. 1761, there were two small earthquakes, which led to a prophet prophesizing the big one on April 5th. And it was kind of like the Mayan calendar thing where everybody just went crazy with it. Uh-huh. So people, if they had money, they packed up and moved out of town. If you couldn't oh, afford no that, you just went and camped out in fields because everybody's afraid, you know, back in the day, an earthquake happened, all the buildings would cave in right. and they'd kill you. Yeah. And one one uh, soldier even went insane running through the streets, telling everybody to evacuate, clear the city, and went into a oh, mental no institution. Way. Yep. Number three. I'm assuming the earthquake didn't happen. No, it didn't happen. Oh. Um, three, Jews were poisoning wells. So oh. this was in the Middle Ages during the Black Plague. Okay. So there was a big controversy that the Christians thought that Jews were poisoning wells okay. um, in exchange for protection from the plague. So okay. this was in 1321. And in France, they estimated that 5,000 Jews were burned alive for supposedly oh poisoning wells. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. These are things you don't really hear about, but are pretty devastatingly terrible. So um, this happened in all across Europe. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it's just because of this plague, everybody freaked out. Everybody freaked out. And then they got to blame somebody. Um, Brigands. Ready for number four? Brigands were terrorizing the French countryside. What's a brigands? Brigands like a robber. Oh, okay. So like a little thief. With a knife. He's going to rock you. I imagine a goblin. So in July of 1789, um, there was like the French Revolution. This was right before the French Revolution. So rumor spread that the nobility Mm -hmm. had hired these robbers to come rob everybody. So like, because everyone was storing up food and supplies and whatever, because they knew there was going to be revolution. Right. And so in one incidence, um, I I don't know where this is. It's it's in Troyes or whatever. Um, the, the brigands were supposedly spotted heading into the woods. So a band of 3,000 men gave chase. What? And it ended up being a herd of cattle. A herd of cattle? A herd of cattle? Yeah. So they were running after these little goblin robbers? 3,000 men. That's, that's amazing. A, that's an infantry unit. That's so, a lot. So when they, it's like the Frankenstein thing where people have pitchforks and fire, it, that's no joke. Like that that's actually, no joke. that, that went down. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Several different types of history. Yep. Um, number five, German Americans were plotting a sneak attack on Canada. So, oh, no, Canada, one, atta- no one attacks Canada. I know. But, they are so nice. Yeah, but, but Canada actually entered World War One before we did. Like oh, three yes, years yeah. before, in like 1914. Right. Um, and so there were some rumors, especially by some like British, British, this British general, Consul General, Sir Courtenay Bennett. 
Okay. And he was stationed in New York. And he said that German Americans were plotting to invade Canada with as many as 80,000 well-armed, highly trained Germans. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. And like so... Like from the U.S. side? From the U.S. So German Americans. Oh. So they were, they were worried that they were going to sneak into Canada and attack Canada because Canada was over in the Europe. Right. And um, they were actively campaign. in war. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So, but yeah, they, they weren't, they weren't going to do that. No. Um, six, the Indonesian government was hunting heads for construction projects. This is some weird, like voodoo stuff. And a lot like in 1937s. Yeah. 1937. The people of an island in Indonesia thought that the government was using heads to either cure like curses of their machinery or shore up like construction projects. Okay. So they didn't go outside as little as possible. They just didn't go out of their, so they of their houses. So they thought people were going to take their heads? Uh-huh. They like literally take their heads? Literally take their heads. Oh. So, and if they weren't using that. Yeah. Because um, the thigh bones are the best for construction project. <laughs> um, seven. A, power, a powerful aphrodisiac gum went on sale in the Middle East. So this oh. was the mid-1990s. Oh, I absolutely see this just like flying off the shelves. Yeah. So this was in Egypt. Yeah. And stories began spreading around that students at a town's university had purchased gum. Okay. To deliberately, with, a, with an aphrodisiac in it, to deliberately have orgies. And they okay. thought that this was part of this Israeli government implementing this aphrodisiac gum into their culture okay. to destroy Egypt. Oh. So it ended up that, first of all, Israel wasn't doing that and second of all the gum wasn't an aphrodisiac kids are just being crazy <laughs> kids are just crazy doing kids. it naturally yep Jeez. um and then we're just gonna skip we're just gonna skip through um eight because it was like some sorcerer thing not a big deal but the ninth one is great the sorcerer yeah that's yeah, okay obama <laughs> was injured by a white house explosion do you remember this no i don't I remember don't. this either but this was in april 23rd of 2013 a fake tweet not from obama Okay. But a fake tweet from a hacked Associated Press account claimed there was an explosion of the White House that injured President Obama at the time. Oh. And they said that this lone tweet tanked the S&P 500 um, $130 billion. Oh. And then it, it came back out. Sure, yeah. And was who knows rumor. if that was the actual reason, but it, it probably it is. It tanked quick, yeah. So what people don't realize about the stock market, the stock market really doesn't have anything to do with how good a business is or how much money they're making or how our economy is no it's, it's just people feels. people's faith it's the feelings yeah, yeah. I, I think our economy's going I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy boeing and then all of a sudden boeing goes up and you're like boeing's got thousands of planes sitting in a hangar like yeah. why are you buying boeing <laughs> but it that's what happens anyway so there's a nine instances where gossip led to real life consequences and obama's okay and obama's okay oh good he's, he's out doing his thing speeches and kite surfing and all sorts of crazy stuff yeah amazing so i miss him me too i think everybody misses him <laughs> and just like the nice images of getting off planes with his daughters yeah. and his wife and every you know just like the i don't know i, know. I just those days were those were good days those were good days <laughs> like when you look back and you're like those were good days those were it's good like days. when your your quasi teenage daughter is just being a, a butt and you're yeah. like <laughs> Remember when she was just adorable and just like huggies. just huggies and want to spend time. time with us? You're like, I miss those days. <laughs> like that's what that's how I feel. That's right exactly now. the way yeah. to put that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's all I got for history of gossip. Okay. So should we get into the science? Yeah. Let's let's, let's see, see what it does to your brain. Go. 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 Go.
All right, I'm ready for some science. All right, let's do this. So, two-thirds of your communication at any given time is gossip. Well, because gossip's just idle conversation, right? Well, it's idle conversation specifically about a person that is not there. Oh, okay, okay. So, is the at least the definition for Dunbar, who what he used. So, it's information about a person that isn't currently present, and it's positive or negative. So, um, th- there's this study, and I love it so much because it brings in that medical part of it uh-huh. along with all of the psychological pieces of it. So what they did is they had people either hear gossip about themselves, positive or negative, or gossip about other people, positive or negative, or just gossip about people that they don't even know. That doesn't really matter. And then they put them all in an um, MRI machine, which is fantastic. Yeah, right? they watch the brain light up. Yep. And what's interesting is their prefrontal cortex really lights up during these different versions, right? And obviously, I mean... We like to hear gossip about ourselves that's positive. Of course, yeah. yeah. Because we want to hear that within social context, we're doing well, we have high standing. So obviously like that, because in that prefrontal cortex, there holds that um, reward system. Okay, and For like our ego. Yeah, essentially. So anytime it was got positive gossip about us, that obviously lights up. With a ton of dopamine. I mean, like dopamine is all over the system at that point. We're very excited. And that 100% makes sense. Um, but what was interesting is that when, when, so obviously everything like slowed, like the reward system completely died out if we're learning gossip, negative gossip about ourselves. Okay. Because we're like, oh my gosh, what's happening? So there's no pleasure in that. We're very upset. Sure. However, when we hear gossip negative specifically negative gossip about people that we know it also lights up what so either like i'm amazing or person down the street sucks you get the same response the same response is that why negative gossip so fun for everybody yeah and and so what's what's interesting is that people get addicted to negative gossip yeah, they're addicts. Yeah, and well, and the like and, legitimately. Yeah, and so you know all those tabloids that you see as you're walking out of the grocery store mm-hmm. that has like who's getting a divorce, all of that. There is very good reason why that is so popular is because we get the same dopamine response as we would if someone's talking positive about us. That is crazy. Isn't that just wild? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I I, I had no idea, and it makes perfect sense because you think of gossip as just all negative. Sure. Like when you think about it in the context of like our yeah. society. Right. But gossip also is positive things like, hey, that person did a really good job. And then that mm-hmm. person tells that person. And then you hear, hey, man, you, you killed it at work. And you're like, wow, I feel really good about myself. Like, oh, that was nice. Yeah. yeah. But, but negative gossip is so much easier. Right. Because you can just pinpoint negativity. It's right there. And then you probably get the immediate response from that negativity mm-hmm. being in that initial conversation where you have to like play the telephone game to get that positive reward hearing gossip about yourself. Right. Okay, that makes perfect sense. Isn't that just wild? Okay. Well, and so what's interesting is that uh, negative gossip can also be a tool for indirect learning. And so that's why they think evolutionary-wise, why we kind of light up the same way is because we're watching someone else make mistakes, quote-unquote, whatever that is. And then um, we are taking note of that, that we probably shouldn't do that within that social context. Okay. Okay. So um, it's a red flag warning. Yeah. And then so we're like, oh, well, if we cheat on our wives because this person got so much flack for it, then we probably shouldn't do that okay. within this social structure. Right. 
Okay. Um, here's, here's the problem though. Um, we, when a relationship is based strictly on, on negative gossip, um, it gets, starts getting really confusing. When the whole relationship is based on negative gossip. Yes. And because, you know, you got, you got that, that person that you can go share the meat with, like the, the bloody bad negative gossip that you heard. And, and if your relationship is strictly based on that, like you guys don't go do anything else, you guys don't have any other positive interactions. And that is, you're like, Oh, let me tell you Susie about this. Um, it, it removes that idea of, um, indirect learning. Oh, because you don't know what is accurate and what isn't because your entire relationship is based on that. And then usually what happens is that gossip starts to be generated in order to appease the relationship. So, so not only are you not improving yourself from it and saying like, oh, hey, this person did this. I'm going to stay away from that. Now you start like finding negative things or else the really you're afraid the relationship will fizzle out. Yes. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Right. And this is where you get kind of that mean girl syndrome yeah. where the girls will all sit around and boys do it too, but, um, where That's they sit they around do. and they generate and they make fun of people and yep. they do that because the relationship is completely based on negative gossip reinforcement. Oh, mean girls, mean girls. You guys stop another it. Another great it. movie. <laughs> another. We've brought this up before. I, I love mean girls. Yeah. Love it. Um, so positive gossip though about ourselves and, and other people can be motivating. So wait, you can gossip about yourself? Well, because I think it was, gossip was like, about I someone. I am so great. Well, but but if you learn gossip about someone else, like um, or about yourself, or about yourself. So let's say um, I had. I get it. The telephone game. Well, so yeah, but like if I, if if I hear from a third party that you're really killing it at work, right? Then it can be like, oh, that's great, and that can be self motivating for me, where I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna oh, get not, up early. Not about you, I got it. Yeah, so I can, I'm gonna get up early, and I'm so I'm gonna get that good positive gossip too by following their behaviors. Yes. So I'll just learn behaviors. Yeah. Either a I do I do the behavior and I get positive gossip, or right. b I don't do the behavior and I get negative gossip. Yes, or I do a, a negative behavior and I get negative gossip. Yes. Yeah. 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 And so it's, there's a lot of learning going on here. Okay. And then, um, the, uh, back to those kind of mean girl things, um, it, uh, uh, gossiping in general, positive and negative, uh, create a social bond w- with each other. But the problem is, is if that person's always in negative gossip, we don't know if they're talking about negative gossip about us as well. And so it really creates a lot of cortisol boom cortisol oh, in the episode. yeah cortisol in the relationship kind of the same way as we have like a b c d monkeys or you know within social structures where the c monkey has a lot more cortisol than the a monkey because just a stressful situation exactly okay and so you don't know what that other person's talking about you so um, before you know it that relationship becomes a big source of stress and actually is a detriment to you. Impossible contention. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, contention. That's my new word. That is your new word. And you know. insert it as much as you can. Uh, but I know. It yeah. led to a big fight between us yesterday. It did. Yeah. But yeah. we're over it now. Are we? So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how the <laughs> tone the of this podcast yes. goes. <laughs> yeah. So, so basically, your brain really likes positive gossip. Okay. Yeah. I like it. So gossip can be positive. It can be negative. Yes. And and don't get out there and stress yourself out and have these damaging relationships. Mm-mm. All right. So is that it for the science? That's all I got and the for brain? science. Yeah. And we brought back cortisol. Yeah, we did. I love it. Yeah, cortisol shirt. Boom. I know we need. We should make. Cortisol I really want shirts. one. They've got to make it. <laughs> they got to make them. All right. Well, let's uh, let's wrap up science and then let's get into the coffee segment. Let's do it. <laughs> 
I drank pots and pots and pots and pots of strong black coffee, trying to keep my sleepy soul awake. But the sleepiness still comes along, and when it does, it's fast and strong. I end up with a bad case of the shakes. <laughs> All right, sorry. So those of you who can't see us and you're oh not in our goodness. basement with us right now, I keep doing these like half weird squats. I'm in a, a cast because I broke my ankle yeah. and it like makes me skewed, like yeah. lean to the side. It's a, it's a struggle over yeah. on the other side of the table Like today. I'm a backslash. And so it's my back. I'm having to do these like little weird half, half squat things, but I can't because my cast. I'm a mess. I'm a mess this morning. But we're here. Um, we're doing it. We're doing it. And then Jesse will probably go gossip about it. Absolutely. Later on at the splash pad, be like, oh my God, my husband. And that wife would be like, oh, I better let my husband know so he doesn't do that whiny. Exactly, because that would be indirect learning. Yeah, that'd be indirect learning. Yeah. All right, here we go. Coffee. Where this comes from the BBC. We already talked about this. British <laughs> Broadcasting Company. Yep. And this um, article is 2017 okay. Coffee Under Threat. <gasps> no. Yep. Um, it will taste worse as the planet warms. Yep. So, so this is if you believe in global warming, skip oh. ahead, because if you don't believe in global warming, skip ahead, because this is talking about global warming. Well, and if you don't believe in global warming, like we're all or warning, war, war, it's, it's a, a big it's a warning. warning. Yeah, we're all dying. Warming. So yeah, and and our consumption of coffee. Yeah. So and beef and beef. Yeah, we'll yeah, talk about we'll talk about beef. beef in the beef segment. <laughs> um, so coffee drinkers could face poor tasting, higher price brews as warming increases. Yep. And production will start to shrink. And this is from um, from like a scientist from uh, Q, Q, Q Gardens, is his name anyway. This is a report, report taken from there. But we're talking mainly about like Ethiopia and Brazil. Oh, Ethiopia yes, is yeah. the birthplace of, co- birthplace of coffee. Uh-huh. Brazil is where the majority of our coffee now is produced. Right. Um, so in the last 35 years, our coffee consumption has doubled as a global society. Uh-huh. So we're pulling twice as much coffee out of the earth. Yeah. Coffee, the coffee plant takes like four or five years, I think, to like grow to maturity yeah, and actually start mature bearing out. fruit. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so, and it's really susceptible to extreme weather. So due to climate change, existing coffee growing areas are projected to shrink. And this is 2050. So we're at 2019. Yeah. So in 31 years, Central America, it's taking the area you're, you can grow coffee will decrease by 50%. Oh, no. In Brazil, 60%. Ooh. And in Southeast Asia, 70%. Oh, so essentially man. because of global warming, it's a very specific area, location you can grow coffee. Like okay. we can't be like, hey, let's have a coffee plant in our back or a coffee tree in our back. I know backyard. I would love that. You know yeah. I would have already done that. We, we can't. We just I know. We it just doesn't do it. work. And yeah. so the areas where that like sweet spot happens is shrinking. Yeah. And we're, we're not going to be able to, to grow coffee as much. Oh, wow. I know. And so the the cool, the crazy thing is they're showing, they're showing maps of like, Ethiopia and um, and Brazil, and they're saying that coffee provides livelihood for close to 15 million Ethiopians, or 16% of the population. Yeah, because you got to think, this is part of their economy. It's, it's a huge part of their economy. Right. And if that doesn't, uh, they don't have that livelihood anymore, it plunges them even more into poverty. You know, they're already not a very rich country. Right. Um, and they're saying the same thing for Brazil. Brazil, this was a 2014 study, brought the worst drought in 85 years uh-huh. and the majority of that drought the, the worst part of that drought was in the area where the majority of coffee is grown it's like their southeastern tip of brazil because oh, it's such a delicate balance for 
yep. specifically coffee yep. plants. Yeah. So um, they are doing a few things technological, technologically wise okay. um, to safeguard us, uh, but it's going to be like GMO crops. So oh, they essentially yeah. released the genome of the Arabica coffee. So okay. everybody has the entire genome so they can study it. They can, you know, like Monsanto it and they can, you know, GMO it. Oh, geez. But so they're going to try to make it more like drought resistant. They're going to try to make it grow in, in different kind of climates. Oh. Um, and so they're, they're kind of working a way to like better breed the coffee bean because our coffee consumption is not decreasing. It's just rapidly increasing like 2 to 3% a year. Oh, geez. Which is higher than inflation right now. So. Well, and I would assume at some point they're just going to come up with an artificial version of coffee that's... I mean, instant coffee did at some point come from coffee bean. Right. But like, I would assume at some point this, they're going to figure out how to make coffee taste from corn. Uh, that's what we said. Like, if you, then, They're probably yeah. going to have a corn-based coffee product. Right. And then you yeah, yeah. drink it from there. Corn fee. So. It's just interesting that um, in, the, in our lifetime, like the next 30 years... Things are going to change significantly. So the things that we have dealt with in our younger life lifetime, our kids are going to have a completely different Upbringing. situation yeah. of yeah. This this was what this article. Another article said that the coffee bean will probably be extinct by twenty eighty at our current pace. Ugh. So unless we have a big intervention somewhere, which 20, is why they're trying to GMO it up. But still, yeah. that's not yeah. good either. So at some point, we're humans are only so smart, right? And we'll buck ourselves right off the the planet so yeah that's that's what species do species start to grow they either they they have a, a stability right a homeostasis right. with the environment and their resources right and they like the crocodile he lives for millions and millions of years yeah or you start to growth and you outgrow your resources yeah. either that's like a swamp and you're just your species just lives in the swamp or like humans you live all across the planet right but you out use your resources and then your population dies off and either stabilizes or doesn't hit that stabilization curve and goes extinct. Right. So we'll see sounds what very, happens to so, humans. Sounds very Thanos, honey. I like that's Yeah. I, I like I Thanos. Know, I know you do. He's awesome. <laughs> when he's like, I'm going to wipe out half the population. I'm like, yep, yep, that makes sense. Yeah. But then you always do the thing like, but it's my family who gets to It's going to be completely intact. Yeah. yeah. So. No, you, it would be the black, black, is it Hawkeye? That's who it is. Hawkeye, who loses his entire family, he's the only yeah. one that, that would be your situation. Yeah, but I'm not really good at fighting or weaponry, so I'd probably, like, walk around, like, trying to fight people and then just getting beat up. <laughs> and then, like, this is going very poorly for this me. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. I am no Hawkeye. Yeah. All right, well, that, that's all I got for coffee segment. Cool. And our Marvel segment, beef segment later. <laughs> but let's get back into <laughs> gossip, and let's talk about how to how the action plan the action plan of gossip i don't know is that we're, what we're doing we're doing it yeah all right action here we plan. go let's hope you make the most of it my boy so i want you to think back to your last gossip which apparently was two seconds ago um and if it was positive or negative okay and um the the thing is is that we do get the same dopamine response from negative but society-wise it's it's not very good for you mentally because the negative gossip really is a slippery slope um, where you're not sure if people are talking about you in that similar way. It, I mean, if it you just wanna, causes too much stress cortisol. Yeah, where, there's where so positive much, gossip doesn't cause that stress yes, reaction. There's no cortisol response to that, okay. and so um, and so it creates this bad vibe and bad stress, and then you're already seeing the world in a negative way, and it creates like this snowball effect of negative. Okay. So um, if you are going to gossip, because 
in this context, gossip is any type of information about someone else that doesn't actually apply to you. Um, I gossip quite a bit, actually. I was thinking, because I was like, I don't gossip. Because I don't talk about other people, really. Or uh, I really try not to specifically negative. But I will, like, did you see on the news blankety blank happened? Yeah, people you don't know, but but celebrity or, you know, political figures. Right. Yeah. Then I'm like, did you know they did this? Or they or that's she gossip. has a whole humanitarian thing that she's doing, right? Yeah, that's gossip. That is gossip. Okay. Um, and so if we, but if we keep it positive then that's actually okay. But if we, if we start venturing in the negative, uh-huh. and you should know what your percentage is roughly, or at least be mindful when you're doing something like that. Are we that. looking for that five to one? Yeah, I mean, I've, I I don't have that statistic, but yeah. Of, that's of, like whatever. Yeah, four to one, five to one is a really... positive good. to negative. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then if your relationship is based on did you hear or did you see kind of comments, um, find something else with that person specifically activity based oh so instead of being like hey we're gonna go to the park and the kids are gonna play and then we'll just chat up the, the negative gossip like hey today instead of letting the kids play in the park let's go for a run yeah let's go yeah go for a run let's play catch even i know that sounds silly right. or do a crossfit workout at the park while the kids play i don't know what it is right. but but doing something activity based that's positive because then you're creating memories and they're positive and that is way more bonding than gossiping about what's who so-and-so is dating or something like that. Okay. okay. So you don't want to lose the relationship. So you don't want to just be like, hey, we can't talk negative anymore because then there's right. no, no foundation. Right. But if you now transition that foundation to something more positive, non-gossip wise, can you just say, like, when can you just like start doing positive gossip? Like, did you see that the Johnsons painted their house? It looks amazing. Yeah. And, the, and, well, and that's a happens. good way to flip it within the communication. Okay. So like the running or whatever, you might have to prompt them into it. Be like, oh, no, let's go for a run next Tuesday. Right. right. Um, that might take some planning because you're, you're changing the dynamic of the social interactions that you normally have. But you can move it into a positive light. Um and that kind of starts restructuring your scripts that people, because we all have scripts that we do with one certain people, right? right. And so it starts rewriting um, all of those scripts so that you they're more prone to be positive because we like to mirror behaviors when we're in a social interaction, specifically if we like that other person or want to maintain that relationship. Okay. And so if you start being positive, it's pretty quick to switch to a positive gossip situation. Yeah, okay, where, so either switch to positive gossip yeah. or find a, a positive activity mm-hmm. to transfer that foundation of relationship. Okay. Yes. And then the last thing that I want you to do is you need to be confident. You need to figure out your confidence so that you don't feel like you have to talk ill about other people. And um, and when you are feeling more confident, you're less likely to spread negative things. Okay. Right. Um, because maybe I, you don't need that dopamine response. You don't need that, yeah. that negative stimuli, dopamine response from negative gossip. Right. Because okay. it's hard within social context to fish out and, and people do this, but fish out positive uh, comments towards you. Uh-huh. Right. Um, but we, we have learned how to seek those out. But man, negative, negative uh, communication or negative gossip is a surefire way to get that dopamine. Mm-hmm. And so some of us get into this negative gossip spiral where that is how we get our dopamine. So you need to get your dopamine somewhere else. Yeah. So you either need to do something positive. You needed to go work out. You need to have a creative outlet. There has to be something there. And inadvertently, you create uh, confidence within yourself. So you're less likely to get into that negative spiral. Okay. So, so create some confidence. 
change your negative gossip relationships by using positive gossip or a new activity-based or you know bonding-based positive outlet. Right. Okay, so three things. Well, and, and really observing your own gossip. And of course, you always got to assess where you're at right <laughs> now. All assessing. Yeah. All, always assessing. Okay. Yep. So get out there, do those four things then, <laughs> and watch the Gossip Girl. Girls. Yeah, please gossip do. Gossip Girl, if, uh, if you haven't seen it already. And build a better you. Thank you, guys.